ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a brand new, exciting, funky, fresh podcast. Yay! It's your round of applause. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, it's your round of applause as well. Because okay. joining okay. me, the delightful Alex, is the other delightful Alex. Tag team Alex, baby. That's right. Uh, although this podcast, it ain't no tag podcast. <gasps> You're right. It's not. What is this podcast? What is this new beast? What is this creation? This is the Piece of Candy podcast. <gasps> oh, a piece of candy. Oh, a piece of candy. So tell us, Alex, what is Piece of Candy? Piece of Candy, as I say, is a brand new, exciting, funky, fresh podcast. Oh, yeah. Only yeah. for funky people. <laughs> if you're not funky fresh, stop listening. You just stop right now, you funky person. This podcast is not for you. Stop listening right now. Oh. <laughs> uh, but if you enjoy movies, TV shows, video games, books, and other such nonsense... Yes, lots of nonsense. There will be a lot of nonsense. Then this is the podcast for you. And today we're going to be talking about a very special film uh, that's just recently come out. Yeah, yeah. And what is that film called, Alex? Well, if you are from this side of the pond, it is Zootropolis. It is. If you're from t'other side of the pond, it is Zootopia. It is. <laughs> I don't know why they felt the need to have different names. I mean... <laughs> oh, it's the whole Philosopher's Sorcerer's Stone story all over again. You know, place, but with zoo in the name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Americanisms. Uh, mad. But surely it's an American-made film, so why would they feel the need to change it in Europe to Zootropolis? Are Europeans offended somehow by the idea like of, of utopias? Or is it too much like what? What's that religion? Scientology? Do they have the utopia thing? Scientology? I have no idea. I have no idea. Ah, I'm not rich enough. Still, I'm still waiting for Louis Theroux's new Scientology documentary. <laughs> Which should be good. What's that? Well, no, it's he's he's got, just got a new series coming out this year, um, oh. and uh, one of the episodes is going to be on Scientology, huh. which he's been gathering information on for several years, apparently. Yeah, not the uh, easiest thing to get information on. No, but we're not talking about Scientology today. No, we're not. We're talking <laughs> about Zootopia, Zootropolis, wherever the neck of the woods you come from. It's a pretty awesome film. That one with Shakira as a goat in it. <laughs> Gazelle. Uh, tomato, tomato. <laughs> yeah, farmyard, uh, you know, Sahara. Well, not Sahara. Serengeti. <laughs> Hot place. <laughs> it's, it's an animal with horns. There can't be that many of those, right? Uh, I don't know. Shall we check? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Zootropolis is a film. It's a buddy cop film, and... I was saying to you the other day, if you'd told me a few months ago that my new favourite Disney 3D animated film would be a buddy cop film, I'd have told you you're fucking loopy. Because I usually, I'm usually not a big fan of buddy cop films. I mean, even the, uh, even the bad boys films, eh, not, not, yeah. not quite for me. But this film was fantastic. Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, quite an understated film that uh, not many people have really gone to see yet. I think it might have a little bit of possibly a takeoff like Frozen. Yeah, it's one of those 
films, it's very. It didn't have as much marketing behind it as some other films. Um, no, barely any. Just but it. it's had a lot of word of mouth about it. Go back and forth. I know, uh, especially in America, there's been a lot of um, a lot of people saying, "Oh, this this film is a reaction to uh, Donald Trump." In a way, Donald Trump running for president. Interesting. Um, him saying all sorts of horrible racist things. <laughs> Um, and this film, obviously, uh, one of the major themes being um, prejudice. Yes. Um, but it, it 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 wasn't about that. It wasn't uh, a reaction to that at all, because obviously, you know, these films take years and years to make. Yes. Um, so it so happened obviously before he even started. Exactly. Exactly. But there's definitely a touch of, um, well, I guess racism. Yeah. Almost like a tackling of. Uh, uh, current trends of racism and uh, and acceptance. It's it's a great story. Yeah, exactly that. It, yeah, it's it does very well at um, building these the sort of fake preconceptions of of a fictional world. Um, in that you, with the scenes at the beginning, um, with uh, with with the fox. Uh, what was what's his name? The young fox called. Um, uh, Nick. Who, no, no, not 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 Nick. The uh, Gideon, the fox at the beginning, who when when she's young, oh yes, who uh, who attacks the rabbit. You know, I really should uh, have some notes in front of me. What's the rabbit's name again? <laughs> um, it's Judy. Judy Hop. Judy, that's it. Judy, Judy Hops. Yeah, when when Gideon attacks Judy, um, yeah, and you hear her parents talking about sort of how dangerous foxes are. Yeah, it, it sets up this nice sort of background. Mm. idea for sort of uh, the the yeah for the for the racist <laughs> themes later on in the film well at that point in the film well say so the the basic storyline for those of you who have not seen this rather marvelous film um you you should absolutely need to see this film um basically the city of zootopia it's kind of like a mammal uh Metropolis, because yeah, Zootopia, Zootropolis, I guess that's where they got that from um where various animals live and they thrive. But when Judy Hopps, our main bunny uh, heroine, comes to the um, comes to the police force, she uh, she very quickly learns how tough it is to enforce the law, especially as a uh, rabbit. Yeah. Uh, but she is very much determined to prove herself. Uh, so Judy always jumps at the opportunity to solve a mysterious case. Um, but unfortunately, that does mean uh, working very closely with a Fox. Uh, with the character Nick. Um, the Nick. The, uh, the the main case um, that they're solving is a lot of predators have disappeared, or animals that were traditionally predatory yes. in nature um, back at, back in the olden days when all the animals were wild. Yes. Um, and uh, I say the, the these uh, these predators go missing, and when they're found, they're found to have gone feral and wild. Um, and because it's all predators that have gone missing, Judy then uh, sort of then jumps to the conclusion that it's because of their biology that they've gone wild, mm. which um, which is a bad conclusion to jump to when your new best friend, um, who you've slowly <laughs> built up a relationship <laughs> with over the course of uh, a couple of hour long film, um, is a fox, is a predator, um, and so their relationship breaks down uh, because she makes public statements saying that it might be the biology of these animals that has caused them to go feral. 
But in the end, it turns out, uh, big spoilers, well, spoiled quite a lot already. I'll put spoiler tags on the episode. <laughs> that's, pro- that's probably best. Don't uh, away. Uh, well, alright, big, big, big spoilers here. Turns out that, um... Turn off now. It, <laughs> <laughs> Plug your ears in. It's, uh, it, 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 it's, it's an animal that, uh, was traditionally prey, who've been setting up all the predators so that this animal can then uh, take over the city and rule it by fear. But <laughs> Although I will say, what possibly one of the uh, one of the slight ongoing sort of issues is how how is this character going to continue ruling the city through fear? I mean, surely there's a, there's only so long, you know, if presumably the ultimate goal is to legislate against. Uh, Predators. Predators. Yeah. Then, 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 what happens then? What what happens after then? Once they've gotten rid of all the predators, and I'm not sure that the villain quite thought quite, it all through. Yeah, perhaps <laughs> that is just not thinking long term. No. I suppose they do. They they do gain an immediate advantage. Um, yeah. But uh, anyway. No. no Sorry, go on. I was going to say, no, it's a, it's a great film. It's got a great cast as well. Um, say, well, the uh, actress who plays uh, Judy is um, Jennifer Goodwin. Mm-hmm. Who, um, say, ah, who is, uh, who actually plays Snow White in um, uh, Once Upon a Time. Oh, yes. And... Yes. Isn't she? Uh, isn't she married in real life to um, someone else she, who works? Prince Charming, yes. Yeah. And they're about to have their second baby. Well, good for them. Yes, good for them. <laughs> I don't watch that show because it's garbage. Uh, but good for and them. She, and she was in Robot Chicken as well. I didn't know she was in Robot Chicken. Yeah, she's been in a few episodes doing voice <laughs> acting in Robot Chicken. Well, that's fun. It is. <laughs> and SpongeBob. Yes, she's done. Yeah, she's got uh, quite a few uh, credits here. Yeah. Good for her. And it's uh, is it Jason Bateman who plays uh, who plays Nick the Fox? Yes, Jason Bateman. Mm. He's he he he's good of Arrested Development. I like to see him sort of playing slightly more shady characters. Yes. Um, <laughs> as, as Nick as Nick's character is certainly at the beginning of the film. Um, you know, after having watched him for years playing on Arrested Development, sort of playing the uh, the downtrodden good guy who, at first, is just trying to do right by his family. Mm. Um, it does, you know, he does make questionable decisions, but he's somewhat the sort of the, the put upon hero in that series. Yeah, and it's 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 nice to see him sort of playing a bit of a jerk. Yeah, it's good to watch the uh, the nice guys go bad. Well, sometimes even the bad guys do. No, he 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 does a great performance in that. Um, quite heartbreaking too when you find out his backstory. Oh, he had such oh my gosh, his backstory just right right at the the heartstrings. Yeah, you, Disney has that knack of just yeah. hitting you on that on that pressure point of. God damn! Hey guys, even kids can be racist. Yeah. <laughs> God. God damn it, Disney. Yeah. 
Well, he, he, he was really good. Um, one one choice I liked is I loved Idris Elba as the police chief. Oh, God, it took me ages to figure out it was his. I was like, I recognise <laughs> the voice. Who the hell is it? <laughs> oh, he did a marvellous chief bogo. Yeah, he was. that was that was really fun. Um, perfect. I had someone, um, I can't remember what podcast it was on, someone saying that they just didn't find his voice believable as a, as a, as coming out of a, yeah, coming out from a cartoon. They said the same thing with, um, The Jungle Book, because he plays Shia Khan and the Jungle Book adaptation that's just come out. Yeah. And they said the same thing about him there, that they just didn't find the voice for whatever reason believable. But I thought it was great. I don't understand what they mean by believable. You mean not suitable for character? I, I don't know whether, yeah, <laughs> didn't didn't fit the character. Or when they were listening to him, his voice, for whatever reason, they were very aware that they were watching a cartoon. Ah, okay. That makes sense. Or it's a vo- uh, that it's a voice actor that's been recorded Yeah. for it. But I, I didn't get that at all, personally. No. No, no, no. I think, um, well, I think his, his accent was very well suited for, um, I suppose he was a wildebeest, wasn't he? Hmm. Yeah. It came out very, very well. You had that right um, tang, as <laughs> you call it. Just that right, you know, kind of, kind of pissed off all the time, but yeah. um, still, yeah, you know, I can have a laugh. <laughs> Don't piss me off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he was, he was very good, and uh, and you must recognise the voice of um, Mayor Lionheart. Yes, of course. The, of course. Of course, the fan. Find me a picture of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and Mr. J.K. Simmons. Fantastic J.K. Simmons. Oh. <laughs> Gosh. How I wish I could just peel off his skin and be him. Uh... <laughs> no? Too much? Oh, well. He's not a banana. Eh, well. I'll just peel him. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, never mind. Um, gosh, uh, I I really hope one day they can get him back to uh, to reprise the role. <laughs> you just Jonah Jameson. So perfect, so perfect in that in in that. Yes. Very oh. much the best part of the original Spider-Man movies. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hope springs eternal that. Perhaps Marvel will bring him back now. Marvel of are doing the Spider-Man films again. Mm. <laughs> but uh, yeah, they're all, always good to see him. He, I'm not sure when the the, the last time I watched something when I saw <laughs> his, his actual face rather than his voice. Boy, no, oh, exactly. That's the last thing I can remember him being in. <laughs> um, I mean, I know he's. I've not seen it, but I know he did that film Whiplash, which he won the Oscar for. Believe, mm. um, which is supposed to be very good, but I've uh, you know not uh, not seen that. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. And he does so many cartoons and fantastic as Tenzin in The Legend of Korra. Oh, of course, favorite. Again, he <laughs> suits it. I know he does. <sighs> He's dreamy. Uh, <laughs> let me leave you and the picture alone. <laughs> oh well, never mind. Uh, 
Yeah. Who else? Uh, oh, the lo- uh, lovely, lovely little performance from uh, Alan Tudyk. Yes. <laughs> yes. As Weaselton. Oh, Weasley Weaselton. Weasley Weaselton. <laughs> oh, wait, that's... Uh... They offered me something I couldn't refuse. Money. Money! <laughs> uh, yeah, true story. True. I, I, I like that he's now sort of seemingly become a, a Disney regular as, a, as a sort of shady villains. Yes. Being uh, Weaselton and uh, King Candy and uh, Wreck-It Ralph. Yes! Who was? He was also um, yeah, I forget the name in Big Hero Six. He was the not the main villain, but the mm. guy you think is the villain. Uh, you'd know better than I would on that one. <laughs> did, did you see Big Hero Six? I did. You did. He's the one at the beginning who offers to buy um, offers to buy the nanobots. Oh yeah. Um, and you think he's uh, the villain for a while, but turns out it's, it's, out. it's yeah. Spoiler. <laughs> it's, it's been out for a couple of years. It's fine. Spoiler. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think altogether, Zootropolis. Well, it's had some um, really good uh, writers as well. Mm. Uh, writers and directors is Byron Howard, and he's helped with Tangled and Bolt. Um, both really one of my favourite films, Tangled and Bolt. Um, but also has had help from Richard Moore as well, yeah. uh, who was a great influence on Wreck-It Ralph. Again, loved it. Wreck-It Ralph, one of my favourites. And uh, Josie Trinidad as well. Um, noted for Wreck-It Ralph and Tangled and Princess and the Frog. Um, so their past works. A lot of influence, I can see, from Wreck-It Ralph and mm. Tangled. Yeah, I think they've. Funnily enough, I think this is, in terms of story structure, this is uh, certainly the best Disney film I think they've done in a while. Yes. Um, Counting Disney and/or Pixar films, you know, it's the the structure I think was just perfect. There's no, I don't think there's any particular point I could even fault it on. I mean, the movie never slows down too much. No. You're ne- you're never kept waiting or getting bored with the scene. No, <laughs> no that's true. Um, I found it was really um, surprising. I mean, the the plot twists I didn't hmm. see coming. Yes, yeah. Just did not see it coming. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Especially, no, oh, no, I won't spill that. <laughs> Especially with the polar bears, I'll, I'll say. Oh, <laughs> really? No, I didn't see it coming. <laughs> that one, I just didn't see it coming. I was like, of course. Uh, oh, fucking I, 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 I did, uh, in, in the, uh, when Mr. Big was first revealed, um, I did think, uh, oh, this is just going to be a, a boring, uh, uh, Godfather sort of <laughs> parody scene. Yeah. Um, but it was really good. It was really good. It was good. not a boring, Godfather parody scene. No. <laughs> um, and it had a wonderful, yeah, bit of payoff that you you never expect from from earlier in the film. Mm. Uh, which 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 was fantastic. So. <laughs> um. 
Mm. Yeah, no. Well, uh, I think uh, it wasn't too hard to guess sort of who the main antagonist might be. Um, yeah. From, from from the beginning, but it still it still worked very well. Yes. I think especially when you think you know it hard is a children's film. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> And um, one bit uh, at, the, at the end of the film, towards the uh, in the in the bad guy's lair, um, did you catch the Breaking Bad reference? I didn't. Oh, the uh, the names of uh, two of the bad guys the guy calls out. Yeah. Are uh, names from characters in Breaking Bad. I didn't spot it myself because I'm I'm not a big fan of Breaking Bad. But, what were um, the names? I might I might have done. Uh, it was, oh, um, Walter and, Walter and, oh, I can't, I, you know, I, I, I don't know the show, the other one. <laughs> well, what you think, now you say Walter that. And Je- Walt and Jesse, that's it. Ah, right, okay. No, did not pick up on that at all. Uh, well, there you go, as I say, I, I didn't either, because, but it was only uh, watching the show with a friend who knows Breaking Bad. Yeah. Uh, explain to poor little me. <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't be doing podcasts. <laughs> Get off, you hack. <laughs> oh, oh, well. It's all that great sponsor money I'm rolling around in. Oh, baby sponsor money. <laughs> if anyone would like to sponsor the Piece of Candy podcast, you'll Please have... Please sponsor us. <laughs> you'll have to wait for another episode because we don't have an email address yet. <laughs> Ooh, we got an email address? Uh, we, we could do. We we do have a website though. If you'd like we, to, we visit have a it. website. We do have a website. God, it's... how are we paying for this? <laughs> it's free. Um, <gasps> Damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, once once we're making the big bucks, you know, then maybe we'll upgrade to a, a paid website domain. <gasps> and it will have pieces of candy all over <laughs> it, and it will have your face and my face. Well, maybe not my face because it's ugly, but you know. We can, we can no. do a drawing. Oh, your face is prettier than mine. Maybe we just do a merge of us, like <laughs> ultimate Alex <laughs> face. <laughs> maybe, maybe the idea has merit. Merit. <laughs> but if you would like to go to the website, it's uh, the uh, piece of candy podcast dot wordpress dot com. Piece of candy podcast.wordpress.com. Okay, I have written that down. I will do that <laughs> later. <laughs> and you can go there for exciting extras like another link with which to listen to the show. Yes! <laughs> we do have some exciting extras. Maybe we should put some extras on that. <laughs> we might, we might. But this is the first episode, so, you know, let's not go nuts. Uh, <laughs> I do like nuts in my candy. <laughs> Anyway, back to the film. <laughs> back to the film. What do you think of uh, Shakira's um, appearance? <laughs> I really liked Gazelle. Um, yes. I, 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 I thought Gazelle was really fun. Yes. Um, I loved her, and I think those who were in, in a region watching it uh, as under the name Zootopia was, were missing out. You, just to her, her wonderful pronunciation of uh, Zootropolis oh, in, the, in the scene where uh, 
where she arrives in uh, in, in Zootopia or Zootropolis. I'm Gazelle. Welcome to Zootropolis. <laughs> I, I do like really... your um, Shakira uh, <laughs> impersonation. Don't give up the day job. Well, she and me were like this. <laughs> no one can see. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, no one can see. Uh, exactly. Oh. But yeah, no, it was really good. Um, I think the song was fantastic. Uh, try everything. The the, the, mes- yeah. the message in it is a little on the nose. A little, little bit. Yeah. I want to try everything, even though I could fail. Hmm. Well, it's, it's a good one, you know. It's good. It's, it's good. It's a fun song. Um, it's a, it's it's nice and upbeat, and uh, yeah, it does have a good message. Even if that message is quite on the nose. Let's get that up here. Um, so yeah, the song by Shakira. Uh, Try everything. However you want to interpret that, uh, be my guest. To try <laughs> everything. Um, it starts off quite good, you know. Uh, I messed up tonight. I lost in another fight. I still mess up but I'll just start again, you know. I keep falling down. I keep on hitting the ground. I always get up to see what's next. I mean, it's quite a kind of an uplifting song. It's good. Almost. <laughs> Even if you know, it does have the same message repeated quite a few times as birds don't just fly, they fall down and get up. Again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, Some of the lyrics are a bit, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. It's it, it's good, and uh, you know, I'm glad someone's given Shakira a paycheck. Right, I found you a nice sound clip of uh, Gazelle saying, um, "Welcome." Ah. <laughs> well, that was in English. <laughs> Smooth. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, glorious! Love it. Don't know everything about it. This <laughs> is the song. Yeah. <laughs> Wrong clip. There we go. <laughs> she doesn't say Zootropolis. She says Zootopia. Well, that must be a wrong one. She, she. <laughs> the, the, that must the, be wrong. That, They're doing it wrong. That 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 must be um, an incorrect illegal download. Ah uh, uh-huh. ah. <laughs> you say that again, Gazelle. Da Zootopia. It's an incorrect <laughs> illegal download. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, the, uh, the the illegal cinema recordings uh, aren't going very well in Europe. <laughs> Never mind. Clearly. But she had a, has a nice little uh, dance video at the end with some very uh, sorty <laughs> tigers. Why don't you tell us a bit more about these uh, tigers, Alec? Gosh, they're so shirtless. They are so shirtless. <laughs> they, they, they are. <laughs> in a film where it is, it, I do uh, 
funnily enough, it harks back to um, the uh, the nudist sort of colony or nudist um, area in the film. Oh, in the film, yeah. Where you? <laughs> yes. Not the one I frequent. <laughs> oh no 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 yeah not the one you visit. Um, yeah, it's, it establishes something that hadn't quite twigged with me, and that sort of no, all all the animals you see are wearing proper clothes. It's mm. not it's not like you see sort of some animals that just have a shirt on and no pants underneath. It's like no, they're they're all wearing proper clothes. Yeah, and, so, <laughs> and then it's uncivilized to not be wearing clothes. I was like, oh, exactly, yeah, that was that's a oh yeah. No, I didn't twig either. I was like, oh yeah, they're wearing clothes. Yeah. Uh, and here's a nice, <laughs> nice nudist colony with uh, with all the genitals happily airbrushed out. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they are. <laughs> happily they are indeed. But, uh, yeah, I know. Well, it looks like this uh, film is going to get quite a few pieces of candy from our uh, final score. I think I think it is. I think it is. Um, well, I'll say, the rest of the music in the film, nothing really jumped out at me, I have to no. say, in the, from the soundtrack. No. Um, soundtrack which was... Which is, not to say it's bad. No. Know. But um, it wasn't something like... It's not a musical film. It's not no, like exactly, Frozen. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even things... Like Wreck-It Ralph, it had a fantastic soundtrack. Mm. I really like the soundtrack to Wreck-It Ralph. Um, to be fair, I haven't gone back and listened to anything separately, um, which means uh, you know it's it's been you know a good soundtrack that didn't detract at all. No, from the film, you didn't think, oh wait, what? Why they're playing that music? Mm. And there's no, it's not the kind of film where you have a big awesome action sequence where you go, yeah, that's amazing. It's not like a, a How to Train Your Dragon. No. Where you'll have an epic sort of scene of dragon flying and some amazing music <laughs> to go with it. To go with it. Uh. Um, no, sort of, you know, there's... Every, every, no, one, no, one, no one stops talking to, to enjoy the scenery in this film. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, unless you're listening to Gazelle. Then unless you listen to uh, Shakira, where she been? What she been doing recently? <laughs> I, mean, I haven't seen her for a while. Exactly. I will say, um, well, what well, one thing that uh, struck me a little is the the train she gets on to go to uh, Zootopiaopolis um, at the beginning. Yes. Why uh, why does it circle round all of Zootopolis without any stops when it finally ends in the middle in sort of their equivalent of Grand Central Station or whatever. Yeah. Why, why didn't they just go straight to the middle of the city? I don't know. And also, <laughs> I mean, I get that it's a world where they're all, they're, you know, they're all mammals. Um, but, um, you know, why, why is the train, why does the train have ears? What? If you look, you go back and look at the train, it's, you know, it's, it's slightly animal shaped. Oh. On, 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 on the front, um, and there's things like um, some signs, like the "You're now leaving Bunnyville" sign has rabbit ears on top. <laughs> um, and uh, you know, on one on one hand, I, you know, I get it; they're animals. Um, <laughs> not mimicking real life very much, you know. We don't put giant human faces on the front of our trains. 
<laughs> well, I don't know. They do look pretty uh, face-like. No, no, they don't. Okay. Except, <laughs> except, except uh, I will grant Thomas the Tank Engine. Ah, yes. Yeah, they have faces. Um, but you don't, you don't see human ears stuck to signs very often. No, <laughs> I will give you that. But what I really did like the train is it's got um, three separate doors. Yes, yes. That so was, you've got the the big doors for your normal, well, your normal sized creatures like mm. your elephants, tigers, and your other bits and pieces. A medium sized door for things like rabbits, foxes, weasels, and your little teeny tiny one <laughs> for little things like uh, like mice. That's really cute. Or the animals from Little Rodentia. Yes, from the Rodentia. Oh, what was it called? What was their place called? Rodent Island or Rodent City? I think Little Rodentia, I think. Little Rodentia. I think. I'm not sure. Um, you should remember, I did rewatch the film last night. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. But it, it does have some amazing, just, just little scenes, like going to the DMV and... They're all sloths. Yeah. <laughs> <And> yeah. <laughs> not that not that we really have an equivalent of that in uh, in Britain. Um, we just know that the, the DMV is a terrible place through osmosis yes. from, <laughs> yes. <laughs> from American culture that we it's get on TV. Terrible place. <laughs> Never been there. We don't no. have. But, no, uh, we, sort of, we sort of. I guess the post office would be the equivalent, but. Yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, we... a lot, a lot of our, <laughs> a lot of our driver's license stuff is just done through the post. You got to yeah, do it yourself. Yeah, when it arrives. Um, yeah, yeah, they're all no, that, sloths. That was that. That was great fun. Um, and uh, did you notice? Um, uh, what was it? The the female sloth. Is it Jewel? Her name. Oh. Uh, the flash turns to. Yes. Is voiced by uh, the lady who voices Anna in Frozen. Really? Yep. And apparently it's uh, yeah, her favourite animal, uh, sloths. Really? Yeah, apparently she was on uh, the Ellen DeGeneres show. Um, and they were talking about sort of both having been in, in Disney films, you know, Ellen being the voice of Dory in Finding Nemo. <laughs> um, and yeah, there was apparently a... Um, They'd adopted her, some, some poor orphan sloth or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, a little bit of trivia there for you. Oh, marvelous! But we'll get to more of your trivia. Yeah, we'll get to trivia at the end. Yeah. At the end, <laughs> and I will hit you with a quiz. Yeah. Uh, well, before we get to that, um, what? What would you uh, would you say you'd want a, a sequel to this film or not? Yes. You would like a sequel to this film. I would like to see a sequel to this film because the first one, mm. you know, it, it is a great setup. We've seen the city. Uh, well, we still haven't seen a lot of the city. It's a, it's a huge city, and we've only mm. seen a couple of districts. Um, and you know, it's her first assignment, kind of. It's her first mission. Um, but I'd really like to see what they do with the second film. Um, I think it has great potential. They've got so many different avenues that they can go down on so many different areas. Because you've got like the Sahara area, a jungle area, 
a snow area. Um, probably a fourth one. Probably a fourth one. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they've got a lot of potential to, to do another one if they get the storyline right. Mm-hmm. This could possibly have two sequels. Oh, I see. What are you setting up a trilogy, are you? Setting up a trilogy. It would be a good trilogy. Just because, um, well, like I said, so many different avenues to explore. Um, and obviously, well, spoiler, um, <laughs> um, Nick does eventually, Nick the Fox does become her new partner as a oh. cop. And it would be good to see that dynamic progress. You know, they're now an official team. See what happens there. I understand. I worry that the with a sequel, there might be a, a bit of retreading old ground um, with yes. their rela- with their relationship. Oh right, yeah. I feel a sequel might end up just forcing them apart for some yes. you know, arbitrated reason, um, yeah. and then oh, they get back together again. Um, I I fear that, but hopefully they won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, see, if they don't do that, I think they could have a really good sequel. Yeah, see, I personally on this one, I steer away from a sequel or sequels. Okay. Um, I don't. I that's not to say it wouldn't be interesting to see um, to see another film set in the universe, set in the world. But yeah, I think with the two of them, yeah, if you had another film, there'd have to be some conflict between them. Um, and I think it would just, yeah, it would it would feel like just rehashing a lot of this film, mm. in a way. Um, and there's also the argument of, um, you know, what's the what's the subject matter with the sequel? Are you going to try and tackle issues that are set, you know, as big as as big as racism? Um, are you going to try and you know do the same thing again? Um, I don't know. I, I feel I feel it works very well as a as a standalone film. Okay. Personally. Um, well, hey, they might do the elections in the next one. <laughs> yeah, I guess may, may, maybe the next film could be uh, a Donald Trump one. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, maybe maybe the 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 theory that all the the crux of the next one, you know, could I don't know. Um, could a goat ever fall in love with a giraffe? <laughs> well, that's interesting because I was thinking about that because there seems to be not so much a romantic spark between um, between Judy and Nick. No, that's the thing. They're very much they're friends. They're definitely friends, but they're teetering on the edge of something possible, more possible, which I'm still not too sure about because... Well, just looking at the universe, I didn't see many, well, for the sake of argument, inter-animal uh, relationships, no. as it were. And I don't know how they would make that work. No, that's the thing. They're, they're all, everyone's, you know, pairing off with their own species. Yeah. Um, I, don't... I didn't I didn't really get the, the sort of beginnings of a, a spark between them. I thought it was very much, no, they were just friends. Um, but... Yeah, I guess it could be. It would be, could be an interesting idea, you know, to 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 go go forward with if there were a sequel. Mm. Um, but I'm just not sure how it would work because obviously animals do 
Mm. Um, have have crossbred. I mean, that's what mules are. Mules are half half horse, half donkey. (laughs) Uh, And you've got ligers, half tiger, half a lion. But um, what's the word I want? They they can't reproduce. Mm. Um, So they're not creating a new species. Yes, 99 times out of 10, a mule, yeah, mules are infertile. Yeah. Not to say, you know, that, you know, there have been, um, Cases where mules have been able to um, breed with other mules, or back with other horses or donkeys. Mm. Um, but yeah, as you say, um, it would just be a tricky um, path to navigate because it is quite well. It is set um, quite similarly to a human world, but mm. you know, it, it's a cartoon. Yeah, if they wanted the, to... the trouble is, yeah, the only kind of the only parallel you you'd have would be. Um, in, in in the real world would be gay relationships and you know you can do gay relationships in in the universe without uh, species switching yes so <laughs> yeah. that's true no oh, babies well I guess she does she does uh, she she does tell Nick's fake son um, that uh, he can grow up to be an elephant if he wants <laughs> which is possibly setting a, a young fox up for disappointment, but what animal was yeah. that? Because it wasn't a fox. I I, I, I thought he was an arctic fox. <gasps> ah, it could be an arctic fox, but he was quite small though. I think, looked... they, I think they are, aren't they? Arctic foxes? I'm not sure. Uh, no, he looked like a chihuahua. Maybe he's a chihuahua. Uh-huh. Who knows? You kiss me tomorrow, I'll bite your face off. I'll bite your face off! <laughs> <laughs> he was a feisty little one. Yeah. Well, yeah, overall, I, I can't think of really any big major criticisms for this film. Um, no, you say the floors flowed, the characters were there, the writing was there, the music was there, it all came together, and... Well, it just created a very good film. And like I say, it might have a frozen effect whereby it kind of started off, nobody knew about it or knew what it was, then Mm. ultimately it became huge. I mean, you can't go into a a child's house and not see Frozen being played on the TV. (laughs) Um, Not that I go into a child's very often. The thing is, it's not going to be the kind of ongoing marketing smash it that Frozen's been. No, it won't I mean, be you're not, you, you, you're not going to get kids sort of queuing up in line to get um, Officer Judy Hopps outfits. No, no. But I, I think hopefully it will gradually get more and more pressed and it mm. will take off a little bit like Frozen. Yeah, well it's had, um, it's had a big sort of Hit and sort of universal praise online, but I don't know. I don't know what the sales figures or the you know the, the box office numbers have been for the film. I can tell you right now. You on its on its opening weekend, um, it made seventy five million dollars hmm. uh, on the fourth of March. Um, but to date, it's made three hundred million. Okay, I believe. Yeah, that's, that's... kind of right in the numbers. Yeah. That's decent figures. It's not, not the biggest, you know. Yeah, opening weekend numbers 
yeah. DC. But um, no, overall decent, decent figures there, I think. Yeah, no, it's been uh, very good. Hmm. I'll bet it. I'll bet it's done better than uh, the little dinosaur. Anyway. Yeah, it's a shame that because um, that was another very good, sweet little film. Did you see the little dinosaur? The little, di- the um, is it the little dinosaur or is it the last dinosaur? The last. Is it? Is it the last dinosaur? The <laughs> dinosaur, the dinosaur film that came out this year. We are terrible, really. <laughs> terrible, terrible. I thought it was the little dinosaur. Ignore the keyboard typing sounds you're hearing, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they are merely uh, technical difficulties. Um, we shall find this out. <laughs> Pretty sure not to call the little dinosaur, or is it the last dinosaur? One or two. Nope. Or the good dinosaur. The good, the dinosaur. good dinosaur. Gosh. Ugh. <laughs> what uh, are we doing? Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I can't. I, I imagine it must. It'll have done better than that film because that. I barely. Yeah, I don't think of any marketing um, for that film at all. I don't understand what um, Disney slash Pixar slash, um, well, in DreamWorks in some cases as well, mm. are doing with their advertising because literally lots of fantastic films have come out with barely any advertising. Things like Zootropolis, mm. things like The Good Dinosaur, and even Kung Fu Panda 3, which I thought would have had huge amounts of advertising. Huge, considering how the uh, second one ended. Well, I I will say I saw a lot of advertising um, I, on TV um, for Kung Fu Panda 3. Um, okay. That was made, uh, that was, uh, the majority of that was through. Um, Things like adverts for Sky Broadband. I was going to say, it's all Sky. Yeah. That's, that seems to be the only way they can, you know, advertise. I mean, all the the majority of uh, uh, the new X-Men films just come out. And again, yeah. the majority of adverts for that I've seen are Sky Broadband <laughs> tie-ins. Um, so I don't care if the X-Men want fast internet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, um. That's... Uh, yeah. Anyway. No, it's been very strange that uh, I don't know if they're trying to cut costs mm. or maybe. But the then, yeah, then again, I don't watch a lot of uh, children's TV channels, so you know maybe. Uh, maybe. I suppose that in, in in one sense, you know, TV channels are sort of so segregated into the different groups. Uh-huh. You know what people want to watch. That uh, yeah, if the film's not aimed at you, maybe you just won't see about it. No, that's very true. I, mean, I don't really see uh, Power Rangers being advertised between the uh, Game of Thrones advertisement breaks. Exactly. There <laughs> you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, but um, although I do know with The Good Dinosaur, that had a major, major script um, story overhaul, sort of in the middle of its uh, in the middle of its production. Oh right. Basically, basically, I think everything was started again. Which is why it came out sort of very soon after Inside Out. Oh, I see, Inside Out was another one. Didn't have much. Again, well, again, I think, Sky. I, think in, I think Inside Out did have quite a bit of marketing behind it. If I Sky, remember. again. 
Um, yeah, I'm sure I saw a few TV ad, just normal TV adverts for it. Inside Out was one I saw a lot of um, a lot of sort of promotional posters and things out here yeah. in um, And also that you know that one's has more marketability with toys and things. Mm. You know, you've got your imaginary friend and uh, your different joys and sadnesses and etc. 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 Anyway, to the scores, because, you know, everything these days has to be coded and quantified. Absolutely. And how, how else would you know if something's good or not? I don't know. What would we... I mean, literally, society might just even crumble. I mean, nobody has time to read articles. You have to scroll to the bottom to see what the score is. This is true. <laughs> or with our podcast, you have to listen to about... Uh, 40 minutes before you get to the score. <laughs> you get there in the end. We get, we get there in the end. <laughs> so, so, how many pieces of candy would you give this out of 42 pieces of candy? Oh, this is difficult because this is like the benchmark. Mm. You know, this is the benchmark film. Maybe we should have chosen a different film for the benchmark film. Because <laughs> ultimately, because now we're going to be saying which films are better. Or worse than Zootropolis. <laughs> so I think probably because if anything negative, the only thing that maybe let it down was the soundtrack, but only because it didn't stand out, such as How to Train Your Pet Dragon. So I think I would probably give it a good thirty seven. 37 pieces of candy out of 42. Hmm. How would you rate it? Uh, I was going to say 34. Oh, that's a bit harsh. (laughs) 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 Um, Much much for the same reasons. Mm. Um, I think that could have been a little bit more world building in that everything everything you saw came back into the came sort of back to the film later on in some way and I felt you know perhaps you could have had a bit more of the world that didn't have to come back and be significant later on Mm. Um, not that there was none of that I mean there was her uh, her noisy roommates uh, not roommates um, noisy neighbours um, being funny through the walls. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, I can't think of anything else other than them, really. They didn't sort of have significance coming back later. I mean, uh, her parents sort of... Gave casu- casual, her ca- parents' casual racism. Later, <laughs> later you see them again, and they're working with a fox. Um, and, uh, yeah, the, 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 the funny, the funny, uh, Leopard, fat leopard at the front of the desk in the the uh, yes. police department. Um, oh no, poor he, poor him gets sad later on when uh, the predators are being uh, prejudiced. Prejudiced, yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I think there could have been just a bit more in the film that was just that character's you know, there. Now he's gone. Yeah, look look <laughs> at this look at this fun thing that is that you know that happens in Zootropolis because it's Zootropolis. 
But um, that's really sort of funny things to, to, to nitpick on. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to say uh, I'm going to say 34 out of 42. Okay. What does that give us an average of? Oh, good lord! I can't do mathematics. Come on, you did it. <laughs> well, university level, you did this mathematics. <laughs> yeah, which I dropped. <laughs> well, you know more than me, sunshine. Okay, so we've got uh, out of eighty-four. We have an average score of 71, I believe. Yes. If my, <laughs> if my maths isn't too terrible. So it's got 71 pieces of candy out of 42. 71 pieces of candy out of 84. I'm doing it, what? <laughs> We're doing it out of 42! Yeah, but we both gave scores out of 42. Alright, so half half 71 so it's just going to be um 35 and a half there we go then <laughs> 35 and a half pieces of candy uh out of or, or zootropolis <laughs> or zootopia whichever side of the pond you are on all right then quiz time quiz 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 all right this is the fun part <laughs> <laughs> now you've slogged through the <laughs> the meat of the episode. Yes. We now get to the vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so this is probably not the kind of quiz that you were expecting. Alright. So this is a quiz whereby I'm going to give you some, you know, some possible answers and we're going to determine which Zootopia character are you. Oh, I know. Which one am I? Which one are you? Which one am I? <laughs> okay, so your first question is, pick a food. You have a choice of vegetables, hot Ugh. dog, mm. steak, mm. caviar, yeah. salad, mm. donuts, uh. eggs, ice cream, or fish. Let's go with ice cream. <laughs> Go with the ice cream. Okay. Because that's, that's the one I'd want right now if I could have the choice. Ice cream. <laughs> okay. And the next one is pick a social media website Instagram, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Tumblr, Snapchat, Facebook, Vine, Twitter, or no social media. I will go for the only one I use, which is Facebook. Facebook, yep. <laughs> I don't oh. use any of the others at all. <laughs> okay, so the next one is pick an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> uh, whichever one is the rudest. Uh... <laughs> there must be a poop one. There's always a poo one. No, they're all faces. They're all faces. Oh. They're all faces. Which, whichever one is the winkiest, then. <laughs> there isn't a winky one. What? How is that? All right, now I'm angry. Just pick the angry one. Okay, uh, yeah, that's an angry one. <laughs> we'll go for the angry one. <laughs> okay, and the next one is pick a Disney movie. Hmm. Okay, well, say one and let's see if it's on the list. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Nope, I'll just read them out. <laughs> okay, so Mulan, Robin Hood, 
the great mouth detective, Lion King, Cinderella, a goofy movie, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Finding Nemo, or Pinocchio? Random selection, but there you go. We'll go with Milan. Milan! Okay, now pick a popular TV show. Ooh. Okay, so Agent Carter, mm. Arrested Development, mm. Agents of <laughs> Shield. <laughs> I wonder which, which I character Arrested Development would point you towards. I have no idea. <laughs> um, Agents of Shield, Game of Thrones, Supergirl, Saturday Night Live, Breaking Bad, uh, The Good Wife, or The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Simpsons. Right, next one is pick a board game. So, okay, so some of these seem to be quite American. I don't understand what <laughs> they are. But one is called Trouble. Uh, kind of looks like Ludo. <laughs> I think it's Ludo. Uh, guess who? Uh, the next one is called Sorry. Mm. Which, to be I, honest with you, it sounds more of a British I, game than an American one. <laughs> I, I've heard that <laughs> referenced. <laughs> um, seen it. Monopoly, Scrabble, Clue, Cluedo, not Clue, Cludo. <laughs> uh, Definitely, Americans. Definitely Americans. Definitely Americans. <laughs> uh, Card Against Humanity or Battleship? Uh, I'll go with Sorry. <laughs> because apparently it's a game for dicks. <laughs> apparently I... This is only going on one vague Family Guy reference, but you screw someone over and then go, sorry. Sorry. Well, you got Finnick. Who is, who is in fact, the, uh, the baby elephant fox. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You got little Finnick. Yeah. (laughs) I can do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I like I yeah. I, I, I can see me wearing shades, driving a rusty old van. Telling people to fuck off. <laughs> Kiss me again, I'll bite your face off. <laughs> see? Uh, well I'd also give you a birthday toot toot. But it's not your birthday, so you get nothing. Oh well. <laughs> Okay. Well, to round out the show, we've got uh, a little bit of uh, trivia from the film, which is uh, provided by um, SabrinaBuck.com. Did you know that this is uh, the hairiest film that uh, Disney or Disney Pixar have ever made, in that one giraffe in this movie has over 9 million CGI hairs on his body. That's one... more than a real giraffe. <laughs> God. I, I think it was probably about the same. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have giraffe hair averages to look against. Uh, How yeah. many hairs? <laughs> Does a 
Um, <laughs> you don't get it. Doesn't tell me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think that 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 piece of uh, information might require a little more than just a quick Google. Uh, <laughs> um, did you know that Shakira, when saw when she saw original designs for Gazelle, mm-hmm. requested her to be curvier, saying that she thought Gazelle was a little too skinny for me. Oh, wow. Yep. That's interesting. Oh, well, good old Shakira. Good old Kirby. It's actually, and Zootopia is actually the second longest Disney animated film ever. I was looking at the time, and it's an hour and 43 minutes, which is above average for a animated Disney film, which is usually an hour and 30 uh, apparently, the only one that's longer than it is uh, Fantasia. So it's the yeah, uh, Fantasia's got Fantasia's very long if you go back and rewatch it. There's, oh. a, there's a lot of music there. Ah. Um, yeah. And uh, the uh, the designs for Nick, the fox, were based on uh, Robin Hood, the the uh, the original Disney uh, animated Robin Hood. Uh, yeah, I, I see that you now. See, the, the dimensions are very similar on the two characters. Yes, they are. And uh, Mark Smith, the voice actor for the rhinoceros police police officer McCorn, <laughs> was actually Rhino from Gladiators. No. <laughs> oh, I love it. <laughs> and uh, just got one more bit for you. That uh, in the original uh, original versions of the script and the original um, test test ba- basic uh, test screens they did, uh, Nick was the main character, um, and the story revolved uh, around uh, his story overall. Oh really? Um, but yes, but apparently test audiences uh, said they had a hard time connecting with him emotionally, ah. so they switched switched the focus of the film. To, uh, to, to Officer Hops. To Officer Judy Hops. Yep. Oh, they're so imaginative with their names, aren't they? <laughs> Born, the Hops family. But, Alex, you don't get it. They're animals. It's a play on words. <laughs> I'll give you a play on words. <laughs> okay. Well, that's it all, folks. Thanks very much for listening to the Piece of Candy podcast. Thank you for listening to us ramble on about uh, fluff and, um, uh, well, the hairiest film ever made by Disney. (laughs) So much body hair for a seven-year-old. I think we should end it now. (laughs) Uh, Bye-bye. See you later, guys.